Welcome back to the Mayor Spotlight Podcast. I'm your host and mayor, Blake Margolis. On this month's show, I am interviewing your new city manager, David Hall, who started on June 5th. Council and I went through a rigorous and lengthy process to find the uh, our city the best candidate, and we are thrilled to have David Hall here with us in Rowlett. Welcome to the show, and welcome to Rowlett, David. Thank you, Mayor. So, uh, can you share with us a little bit of your background? <clears throat> our residents are very curious about you and want to know want to know you a little bit more. Sure, uh, native Chicagoan, born and raised. Uh, you know, there's the saying, "Got to Texas as quick as I could." Unfortunately, I couldn't get here until I was 31 years old. Moved to Texas in 2005. I've uh, been here ever since. I've worked in a number of municipalities from really large organizations, uh, such as the city of Fort Worth, where I served as assistant director of planning and development for almost six years, director of planning and development in the city of Lancaster, and most recently, uh, for nearly the last six years, I was city manager for the city of Glen Heights. One of the things that, in my background, that I think is kind of a common theme across all of the cities that I've worked in uh, at the times I've been there, they've all been high growth uh, development cities, had a, a tremendous amount of development activities. And so I think when I looked at Rowlett, that was one of the things that was attractive to me uh, at the time. Uh, I'm also a girl dad. I mean, it's something if people want to get to know me, that's very important to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have daughters. And so I don't know if that's karma or uh, <laughs> the good Lord has a sense of humor. I'm not sure, but <clears throat> I, I do uh, have daughters. And so, you know, that's quite the experience. But uh, I've also owned private businesses such as daycare uh, and things of that nature. Wow. So it's kind of, yeah. I didn't know that. I, okay. Yeah, I, I've done a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, maybe that speaks to my love of kids, which I do. Uh, so there we are. Well, you know, that's that's a pretty broad uh, background. And you, you you forgot to mention one really important piece uh, is that your education experience. Ah, yeah, yeah. You know, I do, I do forget to mention yeah. it sometimes. <laughs> Uh, I went to law school while I was assistant director of planning development in Fort Worth. Mm-hmm. So I have a law degree from what is now the Texas A&M School of Law. At the time I graduated, because this was more than a decade plus ago, uh, it was Texas Wesleyan School of Law. You know, the, it, being in city management, that is such a valuable piece of education to have. Um, you know, it, constantly uh, in in your level of, of local government, are consistently reaching out for legal advice on certain things. You know, what, what can we do? What can't we do? Uh, how does this mechanism work? How yeah. does writing this policy work? Yeah. So to have that, um, that background, that, that education, I sh- I'm sure is a pretty big assistance to you in your job. Um, and then, you know, of course, uh, having the planning background as well mm-hmm. was, was really important for me personally, uh, because we are in such a high growth environment and not just Rowlett, but the region, and um, so that background is really important when you're looking for a city manager. Um, so question, another question is what led you to your career in local government? Accident. Um, <laughs> call it uh, serendipitous. And I'd like to say that it started off with these altruistic objectives of being a servant leader and all of those things, but that's not really true. Uh, at the time, I was uh, one of my private ventures. I was uh, in construction and rehabbing homes in the Chicago area, my partner and I. And my godfather was doing legal work uh, for a local municipality back home in the Chicago area. And the market there for rehabbers was kind of dwindling down. And, and interestingly enough, uh, there was an opportunity to be a building inspector. And I thought, well, gosh, this pays nothing. <laughs> I mean, you know, wow. Uh, but I tell you what. As I really started to look into what that career was, it was kind of this nexus of things that I really enjoyed. It was construction-related, 
and it was the law. And so I fell in love with that aspect of it first. And as I began to gain a greater appreciation for local government service, especially, uh, I fell in love with that aspect of it, the service aspect. Um, You really have to be a servant leader to choose these careers. It doesn't matter if we're talking about a frontline employee up to a city manager, or even more importantly, our not really highly paid city council members who are volunteers ostensibly. Uh, You have to have the, the mentality of putting others before self. So I fell into it by accident. I fell in love with it. The fact that I could make change, you know, all government is local. Mm -hmm. Uh, People don't realize this sometimes, but when you think about the things that affect your life, certainly uh, national policy and state legislation is pretty important. But when you think about your day to day existence, your water, Mm -hmm. your police services, your fire services, your roads, those things are all local. And as I really began to gain an appreciation for some of the things that were unseen in local government that I didn't know, I fell in love, I stayed in it, uh, and here I am today. Yeah, I have a lot of respect for that because I I always kind of preach the same thing about how important local government is and how people don't really understand the impact that local government has on their daily lives. I mean, we use uh, local government resources every single day. Um, uh, every single day of our lives. And so uh, absolutely it's critical uh, to have people uh, like you in government who uh, understand and appreciate the fact that this is a public service uh, and, and recognize that. Because if, you, if, if you're in this job and you don't really recognize that your position is of service, you know, you, it's, that's not really serving the citizens' best interest because that's what we're here for ultimately. Yeah, I'd tell you what, Mayor, if I could. Uh, one of the stories that I tell people to kind of give them a sense of it is that we don't manufacture anything. And those of us who've been in this business for a long time, I liken myself to uh, the waiter or the waitress that comes to your table when you go out to a restaurant. We don't make anything. We provide you a service. And so I'm no different. And I've often said that the first title of any local government employee is customer service representative. That's really my first title. My first title is not city manager. It isn't public works director or police chief. It's customer service representative. And then it's those other things that we do because that's the core of why we exist. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uh, uh, And I'm so glad that you say that because, uh, you know, I I, I hope that our citizens hear that and that our leadership in our city uh, hear that as well because that's exactly how we should be leading, uh, leading the community. So going into the next question, how have those experiences that you've spoken of shaped your approach to city management and what valuable, what valuable lessons have you learned from them? I mean, you kind of went into that, but if you have anything more to add on. I that. just think it, it gives me a, a truly service-centered perspective that, that I understand why we're here. Uh, we exist to serve. And, you know, you have to have that perspective every single day. And so when you talk about the experiences, be it my personal background, you know, coming from a uh, less than a well-off background to owning businesses, right? I think I bring a pretty unique perspective at times. I know what it's like to be the customer, mm-hmm. right? I know what it's like at times to unfortunately receive bad service from a local governmental entity. But more importantly, I think the perspective ultimately from all of those experiences is the value of our services and the impact that we can have on someone's day every single day. They can come into our business. They can, you know, obtain our services online. And yet every single day, there is an opportunity for us to, to leave someone with a positive impression uh, about their local government. Absolutely. I, I don't even have anything to add to that. I think that was well said. 
Um, so next question, as you settle into the position of city manager, I mean, I got to say, it's already felt like it's been three months. It's only <laughs> been three weeks. It's, it's amazing. There's already been so much that's been happening. Uh, what are some of your first steps and are there any specific goals that you aim to achieve? Well, as you know, um, the timing for me coming in is both good and bad. Uh, it's good in the sense that um, I'm here right in the middle of the budget, really kind of at the end of the budget preparations. And yet, unfortunately, it's also bad because I'm here right at the end of budget preparations. Absolutely. And a budget is due to the city council. So my number one priority has been working with staff and transitioning with the outgoing uh, city manager to craft a budget uh, for the city. So my objective really right now, all of my objectives center around that in the short term to ensure that I can deliver to the council a budget that not only funds us for fiscal year 24, but really gives a sense of what we're trying to do strategically for fiscal year 25, 6, 7, and 28. Because I think just taking the approach of looking at 24 really doesn't serve us well. There are going to be some challenges ahead of us, both to contend with the, the, the beauty and the gift that growth and development is, but it does come with some challenges as well. And so I want to make sure that we're positioned strategically to be able to uh, continue to fund the services that are essential for the residents. So that's my number one goal. Obviously, uh, thereafter, uh, I don't have any articulable goals in terms of I want to do this or that. There are projects that the council has been clear very important. You talk about the new public safety building and some of those other things that both with bond money and other things that are important. But for me, it's really about the culture. My goal is to create a culture of excellence in the organization. People sometimes get offended when you say that as to imply that things aren't good. Well, I would never say, Raul, it's a good city. It's a very good city. But I want to make sure that every single day we are excellent, that with every single service opportunity, we provide excellent service. Now, that doesn't mean we're going to be perfect. I would say that to the citizens today. We aren't perfect. We're human. We're going to make mistakes. But I ask two things of every employee, and I think that when we give this, we, we rarely fail. And that's our best effort and our best attitude. And what I want to make sure is that when, we, when you come to our organization, when you reach a point of service and contact with us, that you receive the best effort and the best attitude that we can give. That's my objective. Uh, I mean, I think the, the audience understands why you're our new city manager. I mean, you just said all the things that needed to be said. Uh, and, and that is exactly how we should be leading is every day striving to be excellent yeah. in our service. Ultimately, our <clears throat> end user, our citizens, and they expect these things to be done uh, the right way. And so going into it every day as an employee, as a council member, as city manager, with the expectation that we are to be, we are to strive for excellence as an organization that produces the, the right results for our citizens. So city manager, what excites you most about Rowlett? Great potential. It's got great bones. You do have a good employee base. You've got a great location, right? The real estate axiom, location, location, location. Here we are, the eastern corridor to this Dallas Metroplex area. But at the same time, we're also a corridor heading out further east. And there's development happening there. So we're kind of centrally located in a very uh, strategic location. But you look at the natural amenities, right? With all of the shoreline that we have on Lake Ray Hubbard. Uh, the development that is happening, I believe, will be kind of a, an incubation or catalytic for other development to come. So I think it's... I said this to, to you, Mayor, and to the council before. I just think it's a really good time to be in Rowlett. 
some have said it's an inflection point. I just think it's a really great pivotal time to be here. There's so many things happening from the public safety building, from the development, but there are just all of these amenities and all of these other things that are here. So I just, I think there's this great potential, these great bones that are in the city. Uh, and it excites me to be able to be given the opportunity to lead us, uh, I think, to better and, and greater heights. Absolutely. So this is kind of a redundant question, but as a new city manager, what is your overarching mission and vision <clears throat> for Rowlett? Well, the mission, and I kind of said it before in a different way, but it is really to provide excellent service at every service opportunity. That's the mission. We exist to serve. Uh, my vision is to be an organization of choice for residents, for employees, and for businesses that come here. I, I want us to be an organization of choice. We, we may not have the largest budget. We may not have the most resources, but we can always match any organization, any city, when it comes to service. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so is, is there anything else that you want to share with our citizens as our new city manager? Um, I'm honored to be here. I'm excited. Uh, there's a lot of work to do, but I was literally just saying this today. Uh, I'm happy. I'm excited to be here. I left the place where I was very happy. And, you know, whenever you leave some place where you're happy, you think you're going to be happy and you're not sure, but I feel really good. And it isn't because there aren't some challenges ahead or there's not a lot of work. But I see, all, to, to the point of the last question, there's all of this potential. There's all of these great things on the horizon for the city. And I'm really excited to be here. I want people to understand that I know what our mission is, and it is to serve, and that we're dedicated to giving the best effort and the best attitude every single day. Yeah, and, and, and that's the kind of energy that we need in the city manager's office. And again, council went through a very rigorous process in selecting the new city manager, we had um, up to 80 applicants and narrowed it down to this one guy right here. It's, it's pretty big uh, to be narrowed down from 80 to one, and you're the one. Uh, but he, he speaks the right language and, and, and that this is the person we're looking for to help lead the city uh, and, and to serve the council and the citizens. And, you know, I the saying that we have all this potential that that's that's exactly right and we needed somebody who recognized that and and wasn't uh the status quo because there are things that we do need to change as sure. a city and we can be better in our service as a city um and so getting somebody who speaks that language and understands that vision uh is ultimately why you're here and so um we we're, we're very excited uh the council is very excited to continue to partner with you and achieving these goals, um, and we're we're just the great times are ahead for Rowlett. Um, so, thank you for tuning in to the July episode of the Mayor Spotlight Podcast. If you're interested in subscribing to the newsletter, visit Rowlett.com forward slash newsletters, and have a wonderful rest of your summer, Rowlett. <laughs>